up, everybody? Welcome back to Between Two Tackles. I am your host, Alex Spinelli, and alongside me today, we got Ray Vol, we got Nick Perillo back with us. Fellas, we're talking week one NFL. How are we doing? Uh, it was good. I had oh, I had a good week one, so I'll start with the positivity. I thought, you know, Dolphins won, fantasy team won. Bets weren't the best, but, you know, it was a, it was a good week, good uh, day of watching football. Yeah, I mean, Jets broke my heart. <laughs> awesome bets. One, I mean, I did a little better on NFL. I think I won a couple of props too while I was at the game. But um, how much merch did you buy? No merch. Uh, I wanted uh, to get a bucket hat, but I couldn't find one. Uh, Ray's all talk. Ray said he was going to buy a jersey like every game that we went to the Jets game, and we never bought one. I didn't. Co- I mean, I came in just looking for. I wanted a bucket hat, and I couldn't get one, which sucks. And then they sold out of ponchos. Which is fucking blasphemy. Insane. Guys, We're just getting pissed on all day. Guys all guys all talk. I walked around the stadium one time miserable and I bought fifty dollar pajama pants and an eighty dollar <laughs> shirt. Because <laughs> I was pissed off. <laughs> I forgot about the pajama pants. It's such an absurd purchase at a fucking football <laughs> game. <Fire> pants. <laughs> all right. Let's uh let's go over these bets. Uh another week. <laughs> we do we we struggle a little bit, but Ray, talk us through your bets. Yeah, so started off. I went Jets money line plus two seventy five. Uh, I was a nail biter, but it's a loss. Uh, they actually the Jets did play better. They it's weird. They played better than the score says, but they played. I'm saying that and they didn't even score a touchdown. So I thought <laughs> I, I want to. <laughs> oh my god! It's a fucking mental disorder, man. It really is. Um, then on my six and a half point teaser. Uh, Dallas plus eight and a half, Rams plus eight and a half, Bengals minus a half. Did that lose every single leg too? Yes. So. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sweet. You know, take, keep up with the fucking trends. Uh, Jags money line. Nope. Hey. And then up. um, the one. You know, this is the thing too. Like, start the week started off with uh Cooper Cup hitting the over seven and a half receptions in the first half. So I <laughs> yeah, was thirteen catches. Dude, I had fucking. I was so pumped up going into the week. I thought I was gonna murder it, and then. No, nothing. Uh, so, yeah, miserable. What was that? Da- uh, down 2.9 units, I think? Down 2.9 units. Uh, it's not as bad as it fucking sounds, I guess. Or, yeah. or it's worse you, than it sounds. You thought you were going to start hot. I started even hotter hitting Isaiah McKenzie anytime touchdown uh, for 3.6 units. Big win. Uh, and then I had Cincinnati in a tease uh, and San Francisco both lost outright. Love that. Uh, and then my other teaser, I had Indy minus one. Uh, they fucking tie. Uh, so <laughs> I lose that bet. Uh, hit the other two legs. So that, that tie really, uh, really fucking sucked. And then, uh, as we're about to kick off Monday night football, I have Denver minus six and a half. So, uh, maybe my saving grace there. Uh, Nikki, what did you have? Uh, again, I started, uh, Thursday night with a winner too. I had, uh, Josh Allen, any score, which is rushing or receiving, he had a rushing touchdown. Uh, I took the over in Buffalo and uh, Los Angeles. That did not hit. I had Detroit plus three and a half. I feel bad for Detroit. They could have won that game if Jared Goff wasn't so bad. They they legit look like the same team last year. Just fucking fought hard and couldn't get it done. And then I had Carolina minus one and a half. The line shifted to plus one and a half. So then when I was watching, I was pissed off because I was like, fuck, I could have like, you know, had the plus one and a half and won. But right. then Cleveland kicked a heartbreaking field goal to beat them by two. So then I was happy they lost. So, um, yeah, not much. Chance. And then I bet on a bunch of other shit. So, you know, this doesn't really reflect how the day went. Right. Uh, and for Dean, Dean had the uh, the Jets plus seven and a half. Didn't hit. 
he had the Vikings over 23 and a half and they scored 23. Uh, so a loser there, uh, they ran out the clock too. They probably could have kicked the field goal with like three minutes left and they just ran. <laughs> That's fucking hysterical. Uh, but he did hit uh, his, his two, uh, two unit tees, Minnesota plus seven and a half. Uh, Kansas City minus a half and and Houston plus 13 and a half. Uh, so a point one four win uh, for Dean for his NFL slate. Um, so that that's our bets for week one in the NFL. Let's talk about some of these wild games that we had. We'll start with Thursday night's game, uh, which we were touting as possibly the game of the year. Bills were in control basically the entire game, a 31 to 10 victory for the Bills. Ray, what'd you see from Buffalo? And what'd you see from the Rams, who looked very lackluster coming off the Super Bowl? Yeah, uh, Stafford didn't really look too good. He, I don't know if that elbow's actually bothered him more than he's letting on or not, but he uh, was really disappointing. Uh, the Bills just absolutely shit stomped the Rams in their own fucking backyard, which is really impressive. Uh, they're, they're a dangerous team. I love how we, we're saying it, but. We go from Tom Brady dominating to now Josh Allen looks like a fucking superhuman. And it's just so goddamn annoying because yeah. I guarantee if the Jets drafted him instead of Darnold, he would suck and wouldn't be a Jet right now. Oh, yeah, he'd so, be out of the league probably. It, it's fucking ridiculous. Um, enough negativity, though. I mean, it was it's impressive. They're a dangerous-ass team. Um, Gabe Davis and Isaiah McKenzie, like you said, both uh, played really well, too. And to go along with Stephon Diggs, that uh, receiving yeah. core is going to be something to handle. Even Jameson, even our boy Jameson Crowder played pretty well. He had some yeah, timely he catches. Yeah, Nikki, what'd you say? Um, kind of the same thing as Ray. I mean, the Bills just look like the team that is supposed to be uh, the odds-on favorite for the Super Bowl, and they played like it. The Rams very concerning with Stafford did not look good. I was listening to something they mentioned. He kind of has that weird, like little three quarters throw. We almost looked like he was dipping lower to throw the. He looked bad. He couldn't even get it in a rhythm with Allen Robinson, their newest second receiver. Cooper Cup was really the only shining point. Cam Akers didn't even play. He had two carries. <laughs> I mean, that was crazy. Uh, but yeah, the Bills looked Bills looked really, 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 really good. And on top of that, Von Miller looked great too i think he he was like prime von miller i know he looked he looked looked amazing you know so i forgot to uh, mention that their their defensive front von miller leading that that was such a big acquisition they needed a true difference maker off the edge but even their young guys too uh my boy boogie basham Basham right and then Rousseau. i i don't know if he had a sack or not but he he was yeah i was gonna say he was had a lot constant pressure he's their um their team's fucking disgusting bro All right, we'll move on to the second game, possibly the craziest game of the weekend, Uh, Bengals at Steelers. Joe Burrow looked horrible in the the first half. Honestly, I got on my flight. I didn't even get to see the end of this game. Um, But four picks for Burrow and a fumble recover and a fumble loss, and they still almost won this game. Um, Unfortunately, TJ Watt goes down with a a torn pec. Uh, Really unfortunate because he was dominating in that game too. Ray, uh, Bengals, uh, another team, a Super Bowl appearance, uh, a big hangover for them. Yeah, I mean, this. I thought they were going to be able to handle the Steelers quite easily, but evidently not. I mean, that's still the AFC North. What I say, they're going to beat the shit out of each other, dude. They right. always fucking – it's always a, like a grudge match uh, going against each other. But uh, how long was TJ Watt out for now, did they say? I don't know. That's usually a pretty uh, – It's definitely serious time. Length oh, injury. yeah. yeah. It sucks. I didn't get to see any of this game. 
I didn't get to see any of this game, obviously, because I was at uh, I was at MetLife. But it's kind of crazy. Uh, Chase Claypool didn't really do as much as I thought he would, as much as they were hyping him up. Uh, Trubisky got the win though, so it was good. Good for them, I guess. But uh, it's weird. So looking at the stat lines of this game, it's very very odd. I guess that's what uh, four turnovers would do. Yeah. As we're recording this, and. Absolutely insane play by Geno Smith uh, to throw a touchdown up seven nothing already. Yeah, no, I saw that. I was I tried to react for a second, but I uh, caught myself. That was that'll be uh, uh, that'll be good. That that'll round out my weekend really nicely with a, a loss for, for my buddy <laughs> with Denver. Yeah, I need uh, I need Denver to cover for a the the take cash pick them. So I may hop on a live line here. Yeah, look at it right now. All right, let's mo- let's move on to the next game. Uh, Giants at Titans. What a wild win uh, for Big Blue going for it uh, to win the game. Saquon Barkley, it's always those year two after they come back from the, those knee injuries. Uh, he, looked in, he looked unbelievable at 170 rushing yards and a touchdown. Uh, Nikki, I know you're a Big Blue, big blue lover. Porter. Uh, Porter. Big win for the G-men. That really was a big one. I mean, uh, Fabs actually texted me while uh, we were there. He goes, he's, you know, he was at the bar. He goes, Nick, like, in succession, Nick, I need you to look at this. I need you to bet on the Giants. I don't have my card and I have no FanDuel money. He goes, put 30. First, it just said, put 30 on the Giants. I was like, no fucking shot I'm putting 30 on the Giants. Was, no, for me, for me. I was like, okay, fine. But, I mean, gritty, gritty win for the Giants. Great game for Dable to have as his first win. You know how the I was listening to the fan uh, in the car today. You know how the New York media is. So everyone was all over Dable and how Giant fans. I mean, it's been five years since they won on opening day. So big win for the Giants. Uh, Daniel Jones still really didn't look great, but at least they kind of tail, tried to tailor plays towards him at the end of that uh, game. I think Dable knew this guy can't throw the ball. We're going to have to run the ball and sneak the ball to get uh, uh, down there for that touchdown. And I, I, you had to go for two in that situation, two really good plays to get him uh, in the end zone. And for two there, Jones had a horrible pick. And I think, I don't know if you guys saw this, but so before they went in for the score, they had gotten that muffed punt and they were going in for uh, to score to tie and Jones with that horrible pick Dable got in his face and started yelling at him and they kind of went back at each other a little bit and then they went down and scored again but also uh, another so I think that was good for Jones but another thing that people might not be talking about in uh, New York media at least is Mike Vrabel lost them that game I don't know what he was thinking it was a third and about three and instead of just giving the ball to Derrick Henry to keep the you know the, the drive going and ice and get the clock down they went for a tight end end around, which the Giants stopped and forced Tennessee to bond. So, I mean, Mike Vrabel, you're a really, he's a really good coach. I don't know what you're doing there when you have Derrick Henry back there. I don't know why you're not running the ball right up the middle on third down. Um, that's an absolutely insane play call. I didn't get to see it, but at the same time, oh, horrible. Uh, I don't think Vrabel's calling offensive plays for them, so let's just not disrespect my man like that, okay? <laughs> well, I mean, if I'm the head coach and my OC goes and runs a fucking end around with a tight end with the game on the line and we have Derrick Henry – I'm going to say, what the fuck is he, are you doing? So oh, I, I bet they had a conversation about it. I mean, shit. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Shit. <laughs> that was, it was really, the announcer, I, I don't know who the color guy was for the game, but literally as the play happened, he goes, he goes, tight end, end around. He screams it because <laughs> he had no idea why they were doing it. He goes, where's Derek Henry? So the shitty play calling by the Titans gave the Giants that opportunity, but a win's a win. Oh All right. Our last game that we're, uh, we're going to talk about, 
is our Sunday night football game. Honestly, really boring game, a lot of field goals. Uh, but the Bucks come away with a 19-3 victory. And unfortunately for Dallas, Dak Prescott uh, fucked up his hand uh, in the last few plays. Going to be out for a few weeks now. Uh, so Dallas, I don't know what they're going to do. Honestly, I think they're going to roll with Cooper Rush. I don't think they make a move for a free agent. Uh, they have too much money invested in Dak, and you can't really spend assets uh, on a quarterback. But uh, what do we think about this game, Ray? I mean, it's a brutal, brutal loss for the Cowboys, who I had to pick. I had as my pick to win the NFC East. Um, th- I think they said Dak's out at least six weeks now, yeah. and that offense couldn't even get anything going when he was playing. So um, I- I'm a little worried, to be honest with you, because I'm a lot invested in uh, C.D. Lamb and uh, fantasy. I thought he was going to have a monster year, but now with Cooper Rush having to feed him the ball, I mean, that's just it's definitely knocking down his stock a little bit. Yeah, Nikki, anything to add? Yeah, the game was, like, completely ass. It sucks that Chris Godwin got hurt again after coming back from the ACL, and then he was a little banged up but got out there and played. Sucks that he's going to be out. So we'll see how – I mean, Brady will be fine throwing to literally – who. I mean, you can throw me out there, and I think he'd be all right. But he didn't look that sharp, and he even said it after the game that he needs to be better. But to be able to just go into Dallas anyway and win regardless, I mean, that just shows how well-coached and – uh you know, a well-oiled machine, the Buccaneers still are. So, you know, they're going to be there right at the end of the year. I don't know if they're going to be as dominant this year, but they'll be there for sure. Yeah, so fucking talented. Um, Can we just talk about Julio Jones looking like prime Julio Jones for like, he made some insane catches and he looked so fucking fast. I mean, we'll see how long that, we'll see how long that body actually holds up. Um, But if he can hold up, like, it's absurd having him and Mike Evans, those freaking targets they have. Yeah. Julio has always just been an absolute specimen, though. You know, like that's just like his thing. I, like, I, like you said, I, if, I wonder if his body is going to hold up. I know they said he didn't yeah. practice at all last year. So that's like the big, that's going to be the what if. If he can hold up, that receiving core is insane. He proved me wrong. I kind of wrote him off after last year. Yeah, well, you're fucking reactionary, Nick. You like to pull a chair. Oh, full, a full year with one touchdown and playing like dog shit. If that's reactionary, then then fuck me, right? He's he's a, he's a legend, and uh, yes. Um, also, before we pass on this game, I just want to talk. Micah Parsons is a fucking animal, oh, dude. Animal. Oh. That guy is so good. You remember when I said Hall of Fame when he, when he got drafted? Yes, I do remember that. I mean, he's pretty much on his way. That guy is a fucking beast. Two sacks, two tackles for a loss, two QB hits. Like that's just. Guy was fucking all over the place. I know that that one clip of um, Leonard Fournette putting oh, yeah. him on his ass is going around, but he that don't even matter. Dude. He had a clip that came out defending. Oh my god, what a catch! <laughs> Damn, I don't know who, who's eighty three of the fucking Broncos. Uh, some tight end. He just made an insane one handed. Is catch. it the new guy, Albert? No, Alvaranu. No, it's Albert O. Uh, no, I, I don't know who. Let's see who this is. Fuck, can't tell. <laughs> Back. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, also, I just while recording, I hammered a Broncos money line uh, live bet. Nice. Yeah. So let's fingers crossed. Getting getting over that fucking uh, Sunday. All right. Well, let's let's move on. Uh, this is going to be a huge week one overreaction uh, segment. We got we got contenders and pretenders. Uh, we're just gonna rattle these off, uh, and we'll go back and forth. So Ray, the Los Angeles Rams Super Bowl. Champion of last year, are they a contender or pretender? I mean, I just called Nick reactionary, and I what would I be doing if I fucking just called them contenders now? <laughs> so I'm gonna say that they're still contenders. Uh, really tough look, uh, 
in that first game, obviously. Hopefully Stafford can get back on track in that offense as a whole. Uh, I really want to see them start giving Cam, Cam Akers involved a little bit more on offense, to be honest. But I'm going to say contender still. All right, Nikki, I got the New Orleans Saints, uh, a big comfort behind win uh, against the Falcons divisional game. You got contender or pretender? I hate that division, but I'm going to go pretender. Jameis kind of looked like absolute dog shit in the first half, and you can't be almost losing to the Falcons. I know it's a divisional game week one, but I'm still going to go pretender. All right, Ray, again, Super Bowl runner-up, the Cincinnati Bengals, contender or pretender? Uh, I'm going to say contender. Uh, I still, again, with this whole reaction, I know week one, it just there's not much to go on. It was a tough game for them. But they're going to be there. Let's be real. They're going to their offenses. There's way too much firepower in those weapons and with Joe Burrow for them not to be there. Um, I'm just curious to see how they're going to uh, like Burrow's going to have to keep like stop trying to play hero ball, you know, protect the ball a bit more, but they'll be fine. All right, Nikki, you got the Philadelphia Eagles contender or pretender. Ugh. I'm going to go pretender. I don't give a shit. They should have lost that game to the Lions. I'm not a big fan of Jalen Hurts. I don't get the hype around him. He's a good fantasy player. I don't think he's a great um, just NFL quarterback in general. I like their – like they have a lot of personnel, but, I mean, I just don't like them that much. And I don't think they strike fear into a lot of teams, which is why I don't really see them as a threat. All right, Ray, you got the Minnesota Vikings contender or pretender. Oh, you know me, bro. I love me with my Vikings. I'm a contender. Uh, again, another. This is. An, I feel like it's like the trend nowadays, which is offense leading the way. Uh, my boy Captain Kirk, Dalvin Cook, and then Justin Jefferson went absolutely fucking off week one. So yeah, they're gonna. I think uh, in a NFC North that's a little weaker now. They just absolutely dog walked the Packers. So I think right. They just established week one at least that it looks like they may be the alphas of this division now. All right, Nikki, we're moving on. You got the Pittsburgh Steelers, big win, contender or pretender? I have to say pretender. I mean, you're just not going to get it done with Mitch Trubisky back there. They did some – I mean, they're a gritty team still. They're going to be – they're still one of the toughest teams to play when you go to Pittsburgh, and they're going to fight you no matter what. But, A, they almost lost that game after having five turnovers. That can't happen. B, you got Mitch Trubisky back there. Even if Kenny Pickett comes in, he's still a rookie – and see, it's, I mean, they just, Najee Harris should play, but already with a little bit of an injury, that's not a good sign. Damn, Nikki's tipping on that hater raid. Big time. Real All right, Ray, uh, you got the other side of the coin on, on that game. Uh, I got the Green Bay Packers contender or pretender. <sighs> Fuck, I, I just, I sound like such an optimistic little twat, but I'm going to go contender. I mean, I don't bet against Aaron Rodgers. I know they, they lost some weapons and the offense looked like a disaster week one, but. You don't. You don't bet on goats. I don't bet. You don't bet against goats. Rather, I don't bet against Brady ever, and I'm not going to bet against uh, Aaron Rodgers. Fair enough, uh, Nikki. The Baltimore Ravens contender or pretender? Contender. I mean, they they beat the Jets. They covered the spread. That was good. Lamar came out and he played really well in the second half, throwing the ball. He didn't really run a. But also, it doesn't help when they sign, you know, fucking Kenyon Davis and uh, Kenyon Drake and Mike Davis off the side of the street. So I think once Dobbins gets back and that run game kind of reestablished itself, the Ravens are going to be back to where they used to be. I think they're going to win the end of the AFC North. Ravens suck. Yeah. All right, Ray, you got the team playing <laughs> right now, the Denver Broncos. This was your pick for the AFC West. So I'm assuming you're going to say contender. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to say contender. It's it was about to be 7-3 right now yeah, as we speak. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to just stick with contender. Nothing really much else to add because we have nothing else to add from week one. So, yeah, contender. Contender. True yeah. that. And, Nikki, we'll keep it on your home team. We got the Miami Dolphins. Contender or pretender? They're a contender. I mean, did you see the offense? Mike <laughs> McDaniel had a lot going on with the offense. Jalen Waddle and Ty- I mean, Tyree Kill, immediate impact, had a really good game. I think they're going to make some noise. They're the second-best team in the AFC East. I don't know if they're going to be able to overcome the Bills, but, hey, who knows? Maybe they can beat out some of the West teams uh, and some of the lower North teams to get in that last wild card. Nice. So that was our contender or pretender segment. Uh, We're going to round our episode out. Got to show some love to the rookies because we are a draft podcast. Ray, give me your first rookie watch. I mean, I'm a homer. I'm going to be a homer throughout this entire pod. So get fucking used to it. I'm talking the Jets first. That'll Uh, lose viewers. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. All we talk about is the draft. So I think that's our fucking niche, to be honest with you. That's all the Jeff fans care about, too. Uh, Fucking Garrett Wilson played really well in the limited time. He only played 49% of snaps, but four catches for 52 yards. And he uh, showed what, why he was a top 10 pick. Uh, that third and – I want to say it was like third and 12, third and 13. Uh, he made like two defenders miss and almost got the first. I really wanted them to go for it. It was early in the game and on their own side of the field, but I didn't care. I thought you had to reward Garrett for that fucking effort because that play was sick. And uh, then he had also a fourth and – 15, I think, something like along those lines, uh, conversion too, uh, towards the end of the game. So he played really well. I think he needs to start getting a little bit more snaps over our boy, uh, Baja Berrios. But still, first game, they're going to probably ease him into the offense a little bit. And then uh, their third first round pick, Jermaine, uh, Jermaine Johnson, had had half a sack in that first half. Uh, showed he was being a little disruptive. I know he's another one just getting into the rotation of that, def- that deep ass defensive line. So we'll see how he, uh, improves going out throughout the year and sauce he's a rookie and the other two got kind of uh, babied in a little bit eased in sauce was the number one cornerback on the team and i love the way they used him uh on the outside for first and second down and i love when they would man him up against fucking mark andrews i think it shows that they have so much faith in him and they want him to be the leader of that secondary yeah, I really love the way they played a lot, a lot of positives to take away from the young guys for the jets in a and a shitty loss, honestly. Uh, Nikki, who you got for your first rookie watch week one? Um, Drake London. I thought uh, he had a pretty good game for his uh, first NFL game, the number one receiver uh, taken off the board in the first round last year. Had a little bit of slow start in the first uh, quarter, but picked it up, finished with five catches uh, and 74 yards. Atlanta kind of sucks, but I kind of like Mariota there as their quarterback, a good like transitional guy. Was decent. Uh, he's been decent throughout his career. Nothing great, but – He's going to be Atlanta's number one, and they have a lot, you know, riding on him. So I think it's going to be a good year for him. Maybe if he doesn't put it all together, they have a lot of faith in him to Bruce as a number one receiver. So I think it's going to be at least a good learning year for him and a year for him to say, hey, we suck, but you're going to be our guy. So we're going to expect you to produce a little bit. Nice. Uh, I'm I'm big homers on, on my two rookie watches. I got both. I got two Penn State guys, but the first guy I'm going to talk about, Jahan Dotson, a uh, guy loved coming out. Had three catches, 40 yards, and two touchdowns, and the game-winning touchdown. Um, had some awesome releases in that game, just making corners look silly for Jacksonville. Um, showed his great hands. He's just a really consistent player, and I know exactly what I'm going to get from him week to week. 
Um, he's going to take a lot of pressure off Terry McLaurin as their number one. Um, and honestly, Curtis Samuel is really good too. So if Wentz can deliver the ball a little bit, uh, they kind of have a sneaky good offense. Their offensive line is a little suspect, but uh, they got some weapons. So uh, Jahan Dotson, my first rookie watch. Ray, give me your number two. So I'm going to go fair here. I'm only going to name one person this time. I'm going Isaiah Pacheco, uh, the running back on uh, Kansas City Chiefs. So they got to a massive lead early on in the game, so they decided to run the ball a lot more. But he had 12, 12 rushes for 62 yards and a tutty. He only played 16 snaps, like I think that's 23% of their offensive snaps. So he has a limited role, but he's going to be their short yardage guy, I think. Uh, a cool little graphic that I got from this account, uh, Rainhard NFL, uh, shout out to him. Uh, he posts a lot of these like cool graphics, of, like snap counts and like into these charts to make it like pretty uh, easy to visualize. Uh, he was their only, or he was, he played out of nine snaps with the fullback. So in I formation, uh, he played eight of them. So that's showing that they're going to want to use him in uh, close to the goal line, uh, short yard situation. So he should be a touchdown vulture this year for uh, fantasy purposes. Like in even like a standard or half point PPR, he may have some value later in the year. It would be a shame if someone took Clyde Edwards Hilaire and didn't take him. It would be a shame if Clyde's my flex. I don't fucking need the other guy. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, Nikki, yeah, give me your number two. Uh, number two would be uh, Tyler Smith, uh, the offensive lineman for Dallas. Uh, they drafted him this year out of Tulsa, so he had to slide over to left tackle because Tyron Smith was out. Originally, they were going to have Tyler Smith play left guard, but things happened and they had to slide him back to left tackle. And he actually played pretty well last night, all, all things considered. Having to go against Shaquille Barrett, had a lot, a lot of nice plays against him. Had a couple penalties, which wasn't the best, but considering he had to go out there um, and back to his original position in a position they thought he really couldn't be an NFL player in, uh, it was nice to see. Just shows versatility there. And Jason Peters is working his way back, so I think he's going to take over for left tackle um, in the absence of Ty- uh, Tyron Smith. So we'll see. Uh, just good mentorship there for him and just like the, uh, the fact that he's got versatility there on the offensive line. He can bounce around a lot if they need him to. Yeah, Tyler Smith was one of our guys uh, that we highlighted a lot uh, in the draft process. Really like him. He played really tough against a strong defensive line. Um, and like you said, no Tyron Smith. And, and Connor McGovern uh, left this game as well, who was next to him at left guard. So they were rotating a lot of guys, and he, he played really well, uh, really good for Tyler Smith. Uh, I'm going to round out our rookie watch again with another Penn State guy, Jaquan Brisker. Uh, made a big impact for the Chicago Bears. Looked like a great compliment next to Eddie Jackson. Uh, came down the box. He really controlled Trey Lance's running ability. Uh, kept him at bay with, with Roquan, Roquan Smith down the box. Had a big fumble recovery uh, down in their own territory when, they were, when it looked like the 49ers might score. Um, and he also had a humongous tackle for loss uh, that held San Fran to three uh, late in that game. We really questioned ownership. Uh, me personally, I really questioned ownership and GM Ryan Pools uh, when they went out and drafted Brisker, even though I liked him and Kyler Gordon as their first two picks because they needed offensive line help and they needed wide receiver help. Honestly, it showed in this game, but uh, they got an impact guy that helped them get a win, and the Bears are 1-0. So what can we say? Did anyone uh, watch that game at all? Does anyone know if Leatherwood uh, played for Chicago? I didn't I no see idea. him play. I'm assuming he didn't, but I was just curious. Yeah, I don't think so. That, uh, also, 
quickly, how absurd was that field not draining? <laughs> Where they get brand new a brand new field? Generally so absurd. Awesome. It's also cr- that game was crazy. I was saying too that that was a game I was worried. Uh, I was telling we were at the barn uh, Thursday, and there was some Forty uh, er fan there. I was like, dude, watch! I, I, I don't think the Bears are good, but that's just screamed like a trap game. Uh, Trey Lance played like okay. shit uh, in his first game in Chicago, so that's definitely something yeah. I want to keep an eye on too. I want to see how he progresses. Yeah, so I, you didn't- I think I give him a break for the first game. No one's gonna play well in that weather. True. All right, so that'll wrap it up for us here on Between Two Tackles. Thank you for listening. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed our NFL week one preview. Go check out uh, our college football preview that also dropped. Uh, come back Thursday. We got our big time college football preview uh, along with our NFL previews with all of our bets. We're about to get hot. So make sure you check that out. As always, please write and subscribe to the pod uh, and follow our new Twitter app Two tackles with the number two and stick with us as we continue this 2022, 2023 football season, fellas. Appreciate you. Let's go, fellas. Week two.